when they're as an animal than they are when they're a, a, an actual person. Uh, when they're an actual person, they're more timid and shy. They won't talk. They just stay to themselves. But when they put on these furry outfits or costumes, they just come alive. And one of the comments from one of the parents was, uh, she just wanted to support her child to make her child the best that she could be. Well, a belt would do better than dressing up like a furry. If you have to hide behind a costume, just like with drag, you're hiding behind a costume so that people don't really see who you are, then you're giving people a false illusion or, uh, I mean, an illusion or, you know, of who you really are. And some people say, well, we just have to be careful about this. No, we need to stand our ground. And, you know, I I like what one minister said. He said, everybody runs to the church now and says, well, you need to be open-minded. He said, the problem is the church has become so open-minded, our brains have fell out. (laughs) You know, and it's not that we we don't hate the people. We love the people because Jesus loves them. Jesus died for them. But if we're not careful, just, well, they're doing it over there, so we're not going to say anything. It don't affect me. Well, it's coming your way. Because Satan, he wants to he wants to destroy the ground that you have. That God said everything on the earth is ours. We have dominion, and we have that authority, but the enemy wants to take us off. Anytime he perceives a threat or, uh, you know, an attack anywhere he can come in, he's going to come in and take the church down. And, you know, some people say, well, yeah, but do we really have to stand up and fight? Because the Bible says, yeah, I think it's what Ephesians or, or where, it's, where does it talk about where it says, um, for we wrestle not against principalities and power. And then, you know, so we just need to wrestle this spiritually, not physically. And I do believe we there's a spiritual aspect to everything we're seeing going on in this nation and in this world with people's minds. Um, you know, and then when you look at Noah, it said in the days of Noah that that men were doing everything imaginable in their thoughts. They, it was evil continually. That means if they could think it up, they were doing it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't good things. It was evil things. So, you know, we're, we're looking at those same days because the Bible says in the New Testament that as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be at the coming of the Son of Man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we fight that spiritually, mm-hmm. but there's still a natural side. And Ephesians 4.27, I was telling you about earlier, it says, give no, no place or any territory is what it's talking about, to the devil. That literally means that we have to stand our ground spiritually, but we also have to stand our ground naturally. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about tonight is, you know, let's discuss what the Bible says about standing our ground and standing up for the truths of God's word, which is what we believe, and establishing a moral ground, because there is no moral ground now. It's gone. There's no gray. Everything's a gray area. There's no black or white. So according to God's word, there's right or wrong. That's black and white. There is no gray area. And, you know, let's look into God's word and and what it says about standing our ground. Well, first of all, I think that we have to ask ourselves a question. 
where do we get our convictions from? Mm -hmm. And uh, most most of it, you know, comes from how we were raised, mm -hmm. how we were taught it by our parents, and uh, what went on in our society, yeah. you know, in that day as we were children and growing up. Uh, and sometimes, uh, you know, uh, a person, if it's really, if you think about it, uh, we can't really blame the children. Right. We, we can say, look at mom and dad. Mm -hmm. How did they bring us up? And I'm not trying to put a guilt trip on right. anybody, but just to simply say, uh, you know, the Bible teaches us that we're to train up a child mm -hmm. in the way that he, he or she should go, and when they're old, they'll not depart from it. Mm -hmm. And so if we don't give them that uh, conviction of God's Word, which is always right, yeah. you know, uh, and, and I've heard, uh, you know, people make the statement that there is no absolute truth. Yeah. But that's a lie. That's a there lie. Is, God's Word is absolutely the truth. Mm -hmm. There's no error in God's Word. Right. Amen. Amen. And, uh, you know, people can argue about it all they want to, but the Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 40, that the word of the Lord will stand forever. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, you can say what you want to. Yeah. Well, I don't believe that. Well, it don't keep it from standing. <laughs> yeah. God's word will stand. Mm -hmm. And uh, in actually, when we, uh, you know, stand before the judgment, uh, whether we're Christians, we'll stand before the judgment seat of Christ, not as to whether we're saved or not, right? But whether we get a reward for the mm -hmm. works that we've done. And they have to be pure. The mm -hmm. motives for doing what we do have to be pure. And then those that don't know God is going to stand before the great white throne judgment. Mm -hmm. Speaks about in the book of Revelation. And uh, there, you know, every sinner mm -hmm. that has not accepted Christ will have to give an account of themselves before God, mm -hmm. and they will be judged according to the Word. Mm -hmm. And His Word, like I said, is absolute truth. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, it's the responsibility of uh, parents to teach their children. Yeah. Uh, you, know, the, you know, they say, well, I believe in God, but I believe that, you know, my child is... Uh, has a right to express themselves however they feel, uh, only if if it is godly. Mm -hmm. If they're right. expressing themselves in an evil way or mm -hmm. a bad way, uh, the rod of correction needs to be <laughs> Yeah. And I'm not talking about abusing children, right? knocking them in the head and things like that. That backside, mm -hmm. is that's why all that padding's back there. Yeah. You know, and it wouldn't hurt, you know, to uh, whip a child. Uh, I don't, I think, you know, uh, they were uh, there for a good many years. I think it was uh, Dr. Seuss or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, saying that if you whip a child, that might warp their personality. No, it'll straighten their personality yeah. out. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, the Bible says that foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child, but 
my child, your child, anybody's child. Mm-hmm. It said foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod, rod of, of correction, correction mm-hmm. will drive it far from it. Mm-hmm. You say, well, we are living in a new time. We are living in a new day. Well, it doesn't make any difference. You still have that same nature mm-hmm. to deal with. Yep. And uh, that's the old Adamic nature, mm-hmm. you know, uh, come from our father Adam, you know, in the flesh. But uh, we we still have to deal with that flesh, and we have to teach our children. And uh, you know, we we can look in Second uh, Timothy two fifteen, and he said Paul writing to Timothy said study. Mm-hmm. You see, it's our somebody. You know, a lot of people say, well, I, I just don't know enough about the Bible to really teach, a, uh, you know, my child. Well, find out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what what I know about the Word of God, I had to study. Mm-hmm. I had to dig for it. Mm-hmm. Just like you uh, taking a course in, in school or in college or whatever, uh, if you expect to pass that yeah. test, you got to dig for it mm-hmm. and study and uh, so he said, study to show yourself approved, notice this, not unto man, but unto mm-hmm. God. Right. Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's work. Yeah. Study God's word. It, it's, it's like one preacher said, it's not going to fall on you like ripe cherries off of yeah. you. The tree has to be should, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you got to go into God's word, pray, study, seek the truth of God's word, and uh, He said to show yourself approved unto God, mm-hmm. a workman. Why that needeth not to be ashamed. It's a possibility that if you don't study God's word, find out what's right, what's wrong, Mm -hmm. find out the truth of God's word. It's a good possibility you can be ashamed sometime, Mm -hmm. some point in time. It'll show up, you know, and you'll be embarrassed about it. But, uh, and he said, to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, but rightly, noted, Mm -hmm. rightly, yeah, Dividing the word of truth mm-hmm. is a possibility, good possibility, that if you don't study God's word, and uh, you know you can easily wrong divide, wrongly divide the word, mm-hmm. wrongly interpret mm-hmm. what God is saying, and uh, so uh, you know I think that's where a lot of uh, the strange doctrines that are going around today. Mm-hmm. Uh, come from is because they've not rightly divided right. the word of truth. Yep. And, uh, you know, uh, somebody said, well, I, I just can't understand the Bible. Well, I, I'm not, uh, you know, uh, a, a professor or right. a, a scholar by any means, but I believe anybody that uh, will apply themselves to the truth of God's word they can get understanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the 16th chapter of John and the 12th verse, Jesus said, I have many things yet to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. 
Right. He didn't say he wasn't ever going to tell right. it. He just said, you're right not ready to receive it now. Mm-hmm. But he said in the 13th verse, when he, the spirit of truth, has come. Mm-hmm. Well, he's come, thank God. He will guide you into at least some of the truth. No. No, that's not. Mm-hmm. He'll guide you into all truth. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. And he will not speak of himself, but he will take of that which is mine and shall show it unto you. Mm-hmm. Whatever he has heard me say, that he will reveal to you. So uh, you can ask God to help you to understand, mm-hmm. to teach you. Yeah. And if you look in the scriptures, First uh, John chapter 2, verse 20, he said, you have received a uh, gifting, an anointing, mm-hmm. an endowment, I yeah. believe the word there. You have received an endowment, mm-hmm. a gifting. Every, every person has received an endowment, a gifting. Right. And uh, then in, down in verse 27 of that same chapter, he said, you need not that any man teach you but let that anointing mm-hmm. cause that gifting or that endowment right. and uh, anointing. He said, let, let that anointing that you've received from the beginning teach you. And uh, other words, it doesn't mean that, uh, you know, we cannot listen to men or learn from them uh, if they're teaching under the anointing, mm-hmm. uh, you know. It'd be the same as the Holy yeah. Spirit through right. them teaching us. And our spirit will bear witness to the truth. Mm-hmm. And you've heard me say many times that uh, as a baby Christian, you know, I was hungry to learn about Jesus. I knew Sunday school stories, but I wanted to know him for myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I began to dig into God's word. I had an insatiable desire to understand, to know Jesus, just like the Bible teaches, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to know Him. Yeah. Not what somebody, not that what somebody else has is not right, but I wanted to know Him. I, mm-hmm. That's why we call Him our personal Savior. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, so as I began to, you know, dig into God's Word, and I would go to prayer meetings, Bible studies. And somebody would be teaching something, and I, I didn't know enough about the Bible to know what whether what they were teaching were right. But uh, if it wasn't right, and I, I began to pick this up in my spirit as the Lord was leading me, and uh, I, I, I didn't know, you know, because I didn't know enough about the Bible, but there'd be something right down on the inside in here. Mm-hmm would say, don't follow that. That's not right. Mm-hmm. And I I did, you know, I thought, wow, what is that? So then I, when I'd get by myself, I'd study it. I'd look it up mm-hmm. and uh, run references on it. Now, I'd say, well, you know what they said wasn't right. The Bible says this. Mm-hmm. Well, now what am I going to do? Am I going to believe that person that said something wrong? Or am I going to believe what God's Word said? Right. The Bible says, let every man be a liar and let God be so. Yeah. And so I made up my mind way back then, more than 50 years ago, to let 
man be a liar and let God's word be so. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then right on the other hand, I'd be in a Bible study or uh, even, you know, listening to somebody else teach the word. And uh, I didn't know enough about the Bible to know whether what they was teaching was right. Mm-hmm. But they was some, that same something. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know then. That's why I said that same something. It was the Holy Spirit. Yeah. in me, was teaching me that anointing mm-hmm. that I had received from the beginning, that gifting, that endowment was teaching me. Right. And he'd say, follow that. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd look it up, run references on it, and I'd say, well, you know, that is right. That's exactly what God's yeah. Word said. And, and so... Uh, you, you, we, we really have no excuse as Christian, right? To say I don't know God's word good enough to teach. If you don't, it's your own fault. Yeah. You, you. Somebody said uh, I've had them to tell me many times through the years. Well, I, I'll just depend on my pastor to teach me and show me. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good to have confidence in your pastor. Yeah. You know, you should submit under a pastor to learn. But, uh, you know, I don't just swallow everything that comes down the pike, Mm -hmm. so to speak. Yeah. Just because so-and-so said something don't mean that he's right and I have to believe it. Right. And, for example, and, uh, you know, it may get some keek back on this, but that's all right. I've been keek before. (laughs) Uh, You know, that says the church is not going to be raptured. Yeah. The Bible don't teach that. Well, I'm sorry, it does. It does, yes, it does. And, uh, you know, I set my heart mm. to seek, to find the truth. And I expected, like John 16, 13 said, I expected the spirit of truth to show me what was right. Mm-hmm. And I said, Lord, whatever you reveal to me, whatever you show me to be absolute truth, I will teach and preach mm-hmm. no matter what. And uh, so... Uh, you know, there's some people that uh, they they'll say, "Well, the word rapture is not even in the Bible." I know that. Yeah. But the uh, word in First Thessalonians chapter four, uh, verse uh, eighteen, I believe it is, uh, says that uh, we'll be called up. Mm-hmm. If, if you look up that phrase "called up" in the original Greek text. It means to snatch away by force. Mm-hmm. That's a rapture. Right. And it's the word rapizo. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that because I'm right. not a Greek scholar <laughs> by any means. But that's where we get our English word rapture from. Right. So I know the word or the phrase called up is in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You see. And it means to snatch away by force. And then if you look in Revelations chapter 4, verse 1, he says, and after this, Mm -hmm. after what? After the churches. Mm -hmm. See, Revelations chapter 2 and 3 is about the Mm -hmm. churches, the letters to the churches. And I want to point out something here because, uh, you know, for us to not only in uh, our community uh, situations that are going on in our schools and everything. 
we we need to understand these things. You might say, well, this, what you are saying, don't have a thing to do with what's going on in school. Oh, yes, it does. Mm-hmm. It has everything to do with it. And uh, because there's some in the church. Now, yeah. this is sad, but there's some in the church teaching that, uh, you know, once you repent mm-hmm. and accept Christ, you don't ever have to right. repent ever again. Mm-hmm. That the grace of God covers it. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. Right. And you say, oh, yes, it is. He, When he died, he died for the sins of the whole world. And when you accepted Christ, he forgave you of all your sin. It covers your past sin, your present sin, and your future sin. Mm-hmm. You don't, And you can live like you want to. Your sin is already covered. That's a lie. Right. But, Big and, lie. And I can, uh, I can back it up by the word of God, and I'm not a bit ashamed of it. Because in Revelations chapter 2 and 3 is the letters to the seven churches that existed in Asia Minor mm-hmm. in Jesus' day and in John's day in mm-hmm. the Apostles' day. And uh, to all of the churches except two, he says, repent or else. Yeah. Now, he wasn't writing to sinners. Right. He was writing to the church. Yeah. And he would encourage them about the good they had, but they said, I have somewhat against you. You got this doctrine or you got that, Mm -hmm. and you're allowing this and you're allowing that. And he said, repent or else. Now that's under grace. Mm -hmm. Well, they they interpret some other way, but uh, I don't want or else. Right. I, I'm going. I'm going to humble myself and say, Lord, I have. I've missed it. Forgive me. Mm-hmm. I repent. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know that that's the things. It leads people astray. And what if you don't stand on the word? You really don't have any basis to stand on. Well, the the Bible talks about he that builds his house on the rock. Yeah. When the storm comes. And the winds blow and the waves come that his house will stand. Uh-huh. Well, that's that that's a parallel of looking at our lives. Yeah. Uh I have to build my family's our house, mm-hmm. my my who is under my covering, I have to build on the rock. Yeah. And that's that's what has happened in the world is they built their house on sinking sand. Mm-hmm. And and I've talked about this before, but once once you get on sinking sand, there is no bottom. Mm-hmm. There is no right. There is no wrong. You're constantly having to move your morals, your values to suit different people. Mm-hmm. But the man that built his rock, his house on the rock, which is the representation of the word of God, no matter what comes, persecution could be the winds and mm-hmm. And trials could be the waves, but your house will stand and prove itself. That's where you was talking about earlier, where you said that, you know, it, and it is good for us because a lot of people say, well, my preacher says, mm-hmm. and that's good. We should be submitted to a local body, to a pastor. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you, you wanted to know yeah. for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at that, uh, Yesterday, I believe it was, when I was down here studying it, I'd never really looked at it this way. But when Adam and Eve was in the garden, 
And Adam and God walked in the cool of the day. Mm -hmm. And God pretty much gave him the down low. This is this. This is what this is. By the way, this tree here, Mm -hmm. do not eat of that tree. Mm -hmm. You know, for if you do, for sure you'll die. Well, then later on, Eve comes along. And Adam and Eve's walking through, and Adam's giving her the tour of the garden and says, by the way, this tree here is the tree of good and evil. Whatever we do, God said don't eat of that. Well, that's the difference between firsthand knowledge and secondhand knowledge. Then when Satan come in, see, Satan didn't, everybody thinks that Satan made Eve question God. She didn't question God. She questioned the man that God had put her with. He immediately went into her because what she had was secondhand knowledge, mm-hmm. not firsthand. If Eve would have had firsthand, it might have been a different outcome. But see, that's the same way. So now, because I've studied the word myself, you know, if I hear a preacher say something, I say, Mm-mm, no, no, that's not right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And you know it here. And, and I think that's one of the biggest problems is in the church, we've gotten so busy with everything in the world that we've not took the time personally to study the word for ourselves, or we use that crutch. Mm-hmm. I don't like to read. Mm-hmm. Then if I do read, I can't understand the Bible. Well, there's enough versions and translations out there now that are good. Mm-hmm. It don't have to be King James only. Mm -hmm. There's good versions out there that you can read and you will learn what the Word of God says. And then, you know, if we would look more at that, I think we would have been able to combat more because most people were coming into churches, and especially the bigger churches, and, you know, hey, we got these big crowds. Well, I can't preach on... A, and I can't preach on C, and I can't preach on D and E, because if I do, these people's going to leave. Well, if they leave, they leave. Why? Because the Word of God will stand forever. We've got to learn that the Word of God is the basis mm-hmm. on what we stand for. And, you know, it's just like this coming Monday night, I'm going to go to a uh, a meeting that's pertaining to things that are going on in our school system and in our communities. And it's parents that are saying, you know what? This is not right. Mm-hmm. We, we, we've got to, we've got to fix this. And, you know, that's my big push is we've got to be willing to stand and you, we cannot move period, mm-hmm. whether it be for the doctrine of the church whether it be for our school system or in our family, what the people says our family. You know, even the government now say that they need, they should have more rights to teach and educate our children and raise them than we, we do. Yeah. You know, well, no, we're going to stand our ground here. But there is a right way and a wrong way to do it. And people say, well, what's the right way? What's the wrong way? The Word of God. Mm-hmm. You can have anger but have righteous anger. Yeah. You can't lose your temper like the world does. You, you, you know, you can't get up to try to resolve things and then end up cussing somebody out because you lost your temper. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to do it in a right way. And, and that's the, one of the things I look at in our society now is if you confront somebody, especially men, the first thing they want to do is fight. And I'm going, 
wait a minute, we're adults. Why, why we got the fist fight? That's what we did when we were teenagers. Mm-hmm. What, what happened to discussions? What happened to talking out an issue? And, you know, when we look at the way the world has gone, it's taking the stand of the Bible and, well, that that's an old book. It's not relevant. Y- y- y'all just stuck back in old times. These new modern times is what we're living in. You know, and, you know, there's preachers, well, what, what I'm preaching on you won't find in the Bible. Well, if you got a preacher that's saying that, you need to run and run fast and long and hard away from them. It's like you said a while ago about b- building your house on mm-hmm. the rock, which represents God's Word. Jesus said, that's in the seventh chapter of Matthew, he said, he that, now notice it, he that heareth mm-hmm. the sayings of mine. Mm-hmm. You see, and the Bible says, he that hath an ear to hear, mm-hmm. let him hear. Everybody don't have an ear to hear. Mm-mm. You see, he said, watch what you hear. Mm-hmm. Take heed mm-hmm. what you hear. In other words, uh, you know, take be careful about what you hear and how you hear. Mm-hmm. Well, you say, how do you hear then? I got two ears. I can hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you might hear, but it it's got to come. What we're talking about when it says that he that hath an ear or he that heareth these sayings of mine, mm-hmm. he said, I will show you to whom he is like. Mm-hmm. He's like a wise man that built his house on the rock. Mm-hmm. In other words, he dug down, laid a solid foundation mm-hmm. and built upon that foundation. Of course, the foundation is uh, for the Christian is Jesus Christ our Savior, Lord and Savior, that's the foundation. We build upon that foundation, but we have to be careful what we hear Mm -hmm. and how we build on that foundation. And he said, then when the storms of life come, and they're going to come, he said, Jesus said in Matthew 6, 33, you know, that that tests and trials are going to come. But... uh, he said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Mm-hmm. So test and trials, the storms of life are going to come. And if you have the ability to hear God's word, mm-hmm. you'll be able, and you build your life upon that, you'll stand. Mm-hmm. You say, well, how, how do I have an ear to hear? Well, first of all, you have to purpose yeah. in your heart. I'm going to hear the word of God. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hear the truth. And I will not be deceived. And uh, so the scripture also says, Romans 10, 17, so then faith cometh by what? Hearing. And hearing the ability to hear, Mm -hmm. having an ear to hear, also comes by the same word of God Mm -hmm. that produces faith. Right. And so... Uh, if you, when you go to church, when you go to God's house, or even when you're doing your own personal Bible study, uh, say, God, I, I, I'm going to hear mm-hmm. your word. I'm going to hear something you speak to me mm-hmm. from what I'm reading and studying and meditating upon. And then he went on to say, he that heareth not 
these sayings of mine, I'll show you who he's like. Mm-hmm. He's like a, the, a foolish man mm-hmm. that built his house upon the sand, shifting sand, mm-hmm. sinking sand, like you're talking about. And he said, because he didn't build on a solid foundation. You see, if you don't have the word of God, and I'm talking about standing. Yep. You see, yeah. if you don't have the solid rock of God's word to stand, then when the storms of life come, you're going to be shifted this way and that yep. way and whichever way the winds are blowing. Mm-hmm. You don't have any solid foundation. Yeah. You well, you was talking about it. You said, you know, that you have to purpose. You purpose yeah. that you were going to, I purpose I'm going to learn. Yeah. To apply, you know, that the first thing that jumped out at me is all of these people that know that tithing is right. Mm-hmm. But yet, I'm not going to tithe. I don't think it's right. It don't matter what you think. Mm-hmm. The problem that you in and why you broke, busted, and disgusted is because you thinking. Yeah. Quit thinking and do what God's word says. But well, I've tithed and it didn't work. No, you sowed your seed. You tithed, and immediately this enemy come and you didn't stand your ground. Mm-hmm. You know because. I look at people that, that have two incomes coming in, and they just seem like, no, I can't make it. I can't make it. Do you tithe? Nope. Well, mm-hmm. I can't feel sorry for somebody that won't do what God's Word says. And tithing, healing, any of it. Here's something else, too. And I know it's old. they say, well, it's Old Testament. But, you know, there's principles in the Old Testament that right. we apply mm-hmm. in the New Testament. Yeah. This is... <laughs> You know, so it's funny. People will say that uh, Jesus destroyed the law. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He, he fulfilled said, it. <laughs> I didn't come to destroy the law. Yeah. I came to fulfill it. Mm-hmm. Jesus fulfilled the righteousness which the law demanded. Mm-hmm. And that's by believing in him, receiving him as our personal mm-hmm. Savior. He fulfilled the law for our sake. Right. You see. And that we become righteous in him. In him. In ourselves, we are not righteous. Mm-hmm. The Bible says our own righteousness is as filthy rags in mm-hmm. the sight of God. Right. But when we accept Christ, he didn't destroy the law, he fulfilled it. And through him, mm-hmm. we've been made righteous. Mm-hmm. The righteousness of God in Christ, the Bible says. Mm-hmm. And so it's not my own righteousness, it's right. the righteousness. Or you can just, to simplify it, say right standing. Yeah. My right standing before God is through the Lord Jesus Christ, not of any works I've done, Mm -hmm. nothing I can do to merit it or to earn it, but it's a free gift of God. Mm -hmm. And we have to stand on that and receive it by faith. And uh, so uh, we even to be able to stand in these last days, and, uh, you know, uh, I, the Bible tells us, you know, what we can do. Uh, over in, uh, I believe it's First Peter chapter 3 and uh, verse 1, he said, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, well, uh, it's Second Peter. I said First Peter, it's Second Peter, uh, chapter three. Uh, 
let me uh, see. I'm, no, that's not that's <coughs> not it either. It's uh, first it has to be First Peter. No, uh, I I get so many different scriptures. It's Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> I get too much on is running through my head of stuff I read today. But it's in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse beginning with verse 1. He said, this know also. Well, it must be imported if he said this know no also. also. Right. Along with this other, mm-hmm. know this also, that in the last days, perilous times shall come. That means dangerous, mm-hmm. hurtful times shall come. Well, we're, we're living in that time. Mm-hmm. And then from verse 2 to verse 13, uh, he describes mm-hmm. the heart attitude right. of society as a whole. Mm-hmm. Talking about men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, mm-hmm. un- and unholy, without natural affection. Yeah, That's describing our day. Mm-hmm. Truth breakers. In other words, they don't keep their word. They lie to your face yep. and then laugh at you when you walk away. Mm-hmm. False accusers, incontinent, fear, despisers of those that are good. Mm-hmm. The uh, I heard somebody say it uh, one time. He was a Greek scholar, and he said in the original Greek text where it said despisers of those that are good, it means there'll be no laws for good people. Right, and that—that's exactly what where we we're see at. in today. Mm-hmm. They protect the one that's committing the crimes more than yeah. they commit uh, protect the victim mm-hmm. of the crime. Right. Uh, the new the re- bail reform. Yeah. You know, new bail reform. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can kill somebody. Yep. And put them in jail, and they'll turn them loose before they get the papers filled out. Yeah. That's wrong. That's not. That's not yep. protecting the good. Exactly. You see, and that's exactly what that is. Despisers of them that are good. No laws for good people. Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. He said, "From such turn away." For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sin, led away with divers lust, ever learning but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. One, one thing about it is they don't, there's a lot of people don't want to hear the truth. Right. Because it, it, uh, you know, it convicts them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear that. I don't talk that stuff to me. I don't. I don't want to hear it. Men of corrupt minds, reprobate concerning the faith. No, where they don't have the foggiest idea. Mm-hmm. You know, but they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men, as theirs also was. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, my manner of life purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, and patience, 
persecutions, afflictions which came to me at Antioch and Iconium, at Lystra, what persecutions I endured, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. That's Paul talking to Mm -hmm. young Timothy. And he said, Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution, but evil men and seducers Mm -hmm. shall wax worse and worse. Yep. Deceiving and being deceived. That that's what's happening. Deceiving and being deceived. But we said, well then what can we do? What in the world are we going to? He tells us. Mm-hmm. The answer's in the word. Yeah. He said in verse 14, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and has been assured of, knowing of whom, he said, know who you learned it from. I've never preached anything in these almost 50 years of preaching the gospel. I've never preached anything that I hadn't proved yeah. in my life, right. and me and my wife together, mm-hmm. Sherry, uh, you know, we've lived this thing together. Mm-hmm. I've never preached anything that we hadn't worked in our own life right. based on the Word of God. Right. You see, I can't preach something I've, I haven't proved. Mm-hmm. How can I assure you if I hadn't even been assured myself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so he said, continue in doing. In other words, you could simplify it by saying, continue in doing what's right. Mm-hmm. What you've proved, what you know works. Keep doing that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have some new strange teaching. Right. Do what you've been doing. Prove what you've proved that works and is right. Keep doing it and know who you learned it from. In other words, where did their life lead them? Right. And I've I've watched uh, men that are gone on to glory now. Uh, you know, I could name a few. Billy Graham for one. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Lester Summerall. Kenneth Hagan, mm-hmm. Oral Roberts, T.L. Osborne, R.W. Schambach, and the, there's many, yeah. many more. And if you watch these men's life, they, no, they were not perfect. They they were men just yeah. like us, but they they did their very best to do everything with honesty, integrity. They lived a life that was above board. Mm-hmm. They kept themselves clean and pure from the contaminants of the world, mm-hmm. the temptations of the world. And, uh, you know, you it's safe to follow people like that, mm-hmm. you see. And uh, so, and he also says, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All Scripture, not just some, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. Mm -hmm. This Bible, what makes it so much different from every book, is it doesn't just contain God's Word. It is Mm -hmm. God's Word. Right. Hallelujah. It's a living book. It's it's all inspired (laughs) by God. Mm Mm-hmm. And he said, it's profitable mm-hmm. for doctrine, mm-hmm. for reproof, in other words, for teaching, mm-hmm. for cor- reproof and re- correction, 
for instruction in righteousness or right living. Mm -hmm. This word will instruct us how to live right. Right. That the man of God might be, may be perfect, that means complete, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. And then he charged Timothy. Be, he said, preach the word. Mm -hmm. Not what somebody else is a saying. Right. Preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Sometimes it's popular what you preach, and sometimes it ain't so popular. Mm -hmm. But you preach it anyway mm -hmm. because it's the truth. It's God's word. And he said, reprove, uh, reprove, rebuke if necessary, mm -hmm. exhort with all long suffering. In other words, you have to be patient with people. Realize, you know, people, everybody's yep. not on the same level. Mm -hmm. And for doctrine, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. In other words, they, they want somebody to tell them how nice they mm -hmm. are and, uh, you know, and, oh, bless your heart, you know, you just... You just believe and have good thoughts and everything's going to be all right. Mm -hmm. Well, they're they not going nowhere quick. Mm -hmm. you know. we, just, we just have to stand on the solid rock of God's word. Mm -hmm. And Jesus himself promised in the uh, 16th chapter of Matthew where they asked, Jesus asked his disciples, am I going too much? You're good. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jesus I get I, <laughs> I get to preach on me. I want yeah. to preach. But, uh, you know, Jesus said, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? Mm -hmm. And uh, he's. they said, well, some think you're John the Baptist raised from the dead. Mm -hmm. Some say you're Jeremiah mm -hmm. or one of the prophets. Yeah. And Jesus then and every human being has to answer this question. Mm-hmm. Then Jesus turned to his disciples. He said, who do you say that I am? Mm -hmm. And that's the same as Jesus looking at you, looking mm -hmm. at me, looking at Josh, looking at you that are looking at us. Yep. He's You're going to have to answer that question. Who do you say that Jesus is? Right. And Peter answered, we believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Jesus said, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood is not revealed this unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Mm -hmm. And he said, Whether, and uh, he said, uh, Upon this rock, mm -hmm. what rock? A lot, a lot of people think he's talking about Peter because yeah. Peter's name means a, a little stone. Yeah. You know? No, he, he didn't build his church on Peter. Yeah. He's building the church on the rock of revelation knowledge. Yep, of, of who, who Jesus is. is. That's right. You see, he's the Christ. He's the Messiah. He's Yeshua. Mm -hmm. He's the son of the living God. Right. Amen. Yep. And when you understand who he is, it makes it easier for you to stand up yeah. for what is right. Yeah. You know, and that's where it was talking about that the word of God is for correction. Yeah. It, it even says rebuke. Yeah. 
Well, if I believe the word of God, then there's going to be times that I'm going to have to take a stand and rebuke people for the things that, just like our school systems. Yeah. They got a rebuke coming. Yeah. Why? Because what they're allowing in our school systems is wrong. Yeah. You know, and, and it's the whole thing with, you know, in your family. If you're the head of the home, there's going to be times you have to rebuke your children. You have to get on to them and bring correction for what they've done. Yeah. You know, you can't, well, that, that I don't want to do that because they just, they're just, it, it, you know, they're minding their own. No, uh-uh. if it's wrong, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And well, yeah, but I don't want them crying and mad at me. Well, get over it. Yeah. You know, we've, you know, and there, there was a, a, an incident one time when my daughter was, uh, I don't know, maybe 15 and she had went with some other friends to go to a ball game, uh, in a town a pretty good ways away, about 45 minutes to an hour. And when she left, um, my wife looked at me and she said, I don't think she needed to go. Something don't feel right. And I said, yeah, I'm feeling that too. So I immediately, I picked her up the phone and I called her and I said, listen, I, you don't have any option, and I, uh, I'll apologize to the friend that come and picked you up. I'll even give them some gas money, but you're going to have to come home. So y'all, they were going to eat right there close to the house and then come back. So they eat, they come back and dropped her off, and I told her then, I said, you, you can be angry. You have a right to be angry because you don't understand what I know. Mm-hmm. But I said, thank you for honoring and respecting what I've asked, you know, because you it wasn't going to go good. Well, if they find out a little bit later those girls called. Had they have left straight from eating to go to that game and not come back to our house, dropped her off, and went, there was a really bad wreck where they shut the whole road down, and it's about the same time they would have been at that same intersection. Mm-hmm. So by us obeying God, even if my daughter would have been mad, we saved the life of her mm-hmm. and a few other yeah. girls, possibly. So was it fun that I had to do that? No. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do it, but I have to take a stand. You, they have my, Your children have to listen. Yeah. They have to respect you as an adult, as an authority figure. And when they do that, as they grow older, you know, it's just like I've said with you, growing up with you, yeah, you hadn't done everything perfect, but as I've matured, it's not only did I learn from the things you did right, but because when you done things wrong, you had humility and you would come to me and Philip, whatever, ask for forgiveness. I did this. I shouldn't have done this. I've been able to learn from the things you did wrong, mm-hmm. you know, and it's that's raising our children to, to look, we're going to make mistakes. But own up to them, be right about it, keep moving. And that helps when you learn those things. It helps you to know in this area, well, hey, I've got to stand my ground. And I've had people say, well, you don't even have kids in the school system anymore. Why should it matter? Because eventually I'm going to have grandkids in that school system. But everyone that is connected to this church, to this ministry, uh, I'm going to fight for their children. Yeah. You know, in the school systems, in our community. Because our children at those young ages should not have to come home and ask, 
you know, what is a pansexual? Mm. What is a transsexual? Why is this girl being called a boy's name? Mm-hmm. We no, we we shouldn't have to explain that to these young children. And see, the school systems are going after them. So who, if we don't stand, who's going to stand? And the Bible even He give us armor. He give us armor to wear while we're standing. Yeah. I, I don't know if we got any young people listening to us t- uh, tonight, but it, just in case we do, and uh, even if you're an adult, a parent of a child, uh, and you maybe uh, have thought, well, uh, my uh, I need to let my child go make her own choices mm-hmm. to expand her horizon. Yeah. Well, if you want to your child to expand her horizon, mm-hmm. or you either, uh, do it God's way. Yeah. And in the Bible, the first commandment with promise. You mm-hmm. talk about you know sometimes you have to say no to a child. Yeah. You don't you don't have to give them everything they uh-uh. want. You can you have the right and the authority to say no, and the Bible says. Honor, this is the first commandment in the Bible Mm -hmm. with a promise. With a promise. Honor thy father and thy mother. Why? That it may go well with thee. Mm -hmm. It's a good chance that if you do not honor your father and your mother, it ain't going to go so good with you. And uh, he said, honor your father and mother that it may go well with thee. And uh, what's, what's the... Rest of he talks about he will bless you with long life. Long life. He will give you long life. In other words, you you can cut your life short by not honoring your mother mm-hmm. and your dad. Yep. You say, well, I don't have a good mother and daddy. Well, the Bible didn't say if you have a good mother and daddy. It just says honor mm-hmm. your father and your mother. Yeah. That it may go well with thee. Mm-hmm. And that your life will be extended upon this earth. Right. You see? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, people people don't realize and uh, how important these things are. But, again, it goes back to the responsibility of the home. Mm-hmm. I know we, we have to care about what our schools are teaching take a stand for what we believe is right, mm-hmm. for our convictions mm-hmm. based on the Word of God. Uh, and, and uh, you know, we, we have to take a stand in that area. We have to take a stand in our homes mm-hmm. with our, our family. You know, we, we, we have that responsibility. God's going to hold us accountable, you know. And Jesus asked the question, or not, it's in the Old Testament, but through the Spirit of Christ, uh, he said, who will stand for me? Mm-hmm. Who, in the Psalm, book of mm-hmm. Psalm, I believe it's Psalms 33, he said, who will rise up and stand for me mm-hmm. against iniquity? Mm-hmm. You see, are we just going to say, oh, well, you know, boys will be boys, mm-hmm. kids will be kids. Yeah. Uh, are, are we going to rise up and stand for Jesus? Yeah. You see? And we we must do that. Yeah. Because if we don't, the enemy is going to take 
ground or a territory Mm -hmm. or authority away from us that's rightfully ours. Ours. Yeah. And that's why, uh, you know, I hope something we've shared tonight maybe has stirred you a little bit. You may say, yeah, but I I don't know what avenues to take. Uh, Well, the first avenue is pray. Yeah. You know, because we talked about earlier in Ephesians, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, Mm -hmm. but against principalities and powers in high places. You fight it first and foremost with prayer. Secondly, you you say, well, I'm not a good speaker. I I don't know how to to discuss these things. Just begin to talk to different parents. You, You know parents that you talk about everything else with. Talk to them. Ask them how they feel. What are they feeling? And I I promise you, you're going to begin to find that there's a lot of people thinking and concerned about the same things you are, Mm -hmm. but they're just like you and don't know how to get started. So you start small, and then there'll be somebody, find a local pastor that you trust that would be willing to stand up for your community and speak. But you've got to take the initiative to stand your ground. And like the word said, the enemy's going to push back. Yeah. But we've got to be willing to push. No matter what, we're, we've drawn our line in the sand, and this is as far as it goes. And the Bible says, having done all to stand, stand therefore. It may not look like it's going the way you want, but keep standing on the principles, the revelation knowledge of who Jesus Christ is, the Word of God. Jesus is the chief cornerstone. Mm-hmm. In other words, he ain't moving. Yeah. So if he's not moving, bless God, if we stand on him, we're not going to move either. And watch and see your family begin to turn, your school system and community begin to turn. And most of all, hopefully that some of these churches that may be teaching some things wrong, the truth will be revealed to them and it'll begin to turn and preach the unadulterated, unfiltered word of God because that is what will change people's lives. That's right. Hope we've blessed you with something tonight. Hit the like button. Hit the share button. That's your way of preaching the gospel. You say, I ain't a preacher. All you got to do is share to somebody else, and you become a preacher of the gospel by sharing this video. Until next time, God bless you. I pray the favor of God upon your life. We'll see you soon. 